0: This is the Roast and Reason podcast. Join your host, Andrew Boyer, as we explore the world of specialty coffee. So grab a cup of your favorite coffee, and let's dive in. Welcome to Roast and Reason. Hello, and happy 2019, everybody. I hope all of you have had a wonderful holiday season and a great start to the new year so far. And since it's the beginning of a new year, I thought I would take a look at what the coffee market did in the year 2018, so kind of do a market year in review, and then what market experts are predicting for the year 2019. Let me start, though, with a quick refresher on how coffee is traded or sold because this process is dramatically different depending on what type of coffee. And when I talk about types, I mean commodity coffee, and another word you could use here is cheap coffee. And the other major type of coffee, in addition to commodity coffee, is specialty coffee, or you could talk about commodity or non-commodity coffee. This discussion of the coffee market today We'll focus on commodity coffee rather than specialty coffee, but let's start with what the differences are. And broadly, if you take a step back, when you talk about a commodity, something like commodity coffee or gold or gas or electricity, from an economic standpoint, the only thing that matters is price. Meaning the only thing that really matters between the gasoline sold at the gas stations located across the street from each other is the price. There really is no meaningful difference in quality of that gasoline other than what are they selling it for on a price per gallon basis. Do you or do most consumers ask where the gas comes from? Do you ask if it was sourced in an an environmentally friendly way? Well, maybe you should, but no one does, right? If you can buy gas for $2.50 a gallon, why in the world would you pay $3 a gallon? There's no meaningful difference between those two gallons of gasoline other than the price. Do you ask how many American jobs it created? No. All you really care about with gasoline or with a commodity... Is how cheap can I buy that for? Once things become differentiated from each other based on something other than price, they are no longer considered a commodity. For example, grass-fed beef is different from large factory farmed beef, not because it's cheaper. In fact, it's more expensive. It, there, but the differentiation is how that cattle was sourced and treated, and that fact that it was grass-fed and probably pasture-raised, so on and so forth. So it's something other than price. Another example are brands. So brands are classic anti-commodities. The iPhone is not the cheapest smartphone. Nike sneakers are not the cheapest sneakers. But you and multiple other consumers buy them because of the names and the reputation of the brands, Apple and Nike, or because of some intrinsic value that you place on that product, that iPhone, other than price. So let's get back to coffee. There really are two separate coffee markets. There's the commodity coffee market and the non-commodity or specialty coffee market. Commodity coffee makes up a very large percentage of the coffee grown and produced throughout the world. It is cheap, relatively low quality, and, like any other commodity, only differentiated based on price. So what we're talking about here with commodity coffee is really the coffee that goes into instant coffee mixes or large mass-produced coffee brands, things like Folgers or Maxwell House. We're not even really talking about Starbucks or any of the other big quote-unquote specialty coffee brands, and we're certainly not talking about true specialty coffee. Specialty coffee plays by a whole different set of rules. Price is not the only thing that matters here. With specialty coffee, the end consumer cares about other things, like the origin, meaning the country that it came from, or the growing region, or the co-op, or even the specific farm where that coffee was grown. The processing technique used for coffee, the elevation, the roasting technique, etc. All of those things matter in addition to price. And because all of those other factors matter, the producer or the coffee grower isn't solely focused on selling his coffee based on price. He's offering you something else. And because, of those, because those other factors matter, some specialty coffees can sell for very large multiples of the spot price or the C price or the commodity price of coffee. So now that we've talked a little bit about the differences between those two markets, the commodity coffee market and the specialty coffee market, Let's examine the commodity coffee market a bit more and then we'll go into the 2018 market year review and also talk about what market experts are predicting for the upcoming year. And the first part of this is going to basically be a word-for-word review of what I've already talked about in a prior podcast episode that actually aired about a year ago now. But it's a good review and kind of sets the stage for what we're talking about here. And that is like actually how is commodity coffee traded. So coffee is one of many commodities that is traded on the Intercontinental Exchange in New York City. And more precisely, we're talking about coffee futures and options. This isn't a farmer's market. You don't have coffee growers walking into this market with bags of coffee or farmers walking in with their cattle, um, or oil miners rolling barrels of oil in. This is a financial market, an electronic exchange, and what they're exchanging are coffee futures and options. And what that means is you can buy an option, think of it like a contract, for delivery of coffee at a set date in the future at the price that the market is setting. And all that happens on an electronic exchange that works just like a stock market. So like I had mentioned, multiple other commodities are traded in a very similar way. Things like pork bellies and orange juice and corn and wheat and cattle and so on and so forth. So coffee is not unique in this regard. Each of these commodities has their own symbol, just like every stock has its own symbol. Every commodity has its own symbol on this intercontinental exchange. And coffee's symbol is, are the letters KC. But the commodity price is often referred to as the C price of coffee. And it's commonly quoted in cents per pound in in U.S. uh, currency. The size of the futures contract is standard. So one futures contract entitles you to 37,500 pounds of coffee, and the delivery dates are standard. So the delivery occurs on March, May, June, September, and December. What all of this means is that if you wanted to purchase 37,500 pounds of commodity-grade coffee... You could do so on this exchange, but basically no one does. Very, very few people actually buy coffee this way. Like I mentioned, this is not a farmer's market. This is not a market at all. It's a financial market, right? So really, this is just a financial derivative market where the people buying and selling coffee are financial traders. They're not looking to necessarily buy coffee. They're looking to profit on the ups and downs of the price of coffee. But even though not many people actually buy coffee this way, the C price or the commodity price of coffee on this exchange does set the global commodity price of coffee, which is basically the absolute minimum that a coffee producer would accept for the coffee. So even though very little coffee is actually changed hands in this way, it is meaningful. It's meaningful for these coffee growers and producers as kind of the floor price that they could get for their coffee. When I initially discussed some of this stuff, it was in an episode that aired in January 2018, so about a full year ago now. And at that time, the price of Coffee Futures was $1.24 a pound. Again, that's in U.S. currency, so one American dollar and 24 cents a pound. And as of when I'm recording this episode on January 1st, 2019, that price is now at $1.01 per pound. So as an asset class, Commodity Coffee has had a really, really bad year in 2018. It's down about 20% of its value in a year. In fact, these are near historic lows. Commodity coffee has not seen prices this low since 2006. So this is a pretty bad market right now. And yes, this is not great for financial traders on Wall Street if you were long coffee futures. So if your financial firm was betting that coffee would go up in price in 2018, bad bet. You're you're hurting. But this drop could be an even more catastrophic impact on the coffee farmers who rely on commodity coffee for their livelihood. That 20% difference, especially at historic lows in the market, really could be the difference between earning a small living and actually losing money for the year farming coffee. And yes, you can lose money. This is not you don't have to break even, you don't have to make money. If the price that you're getting for your crop is really, really low, which it is for coffee right now, you can actually lose money by farming coffee. So what all happened in 2018 that caused this 20% drop? Was this just a, a weird, wacky financial market movement, just like the stock market sometimes goes up or down for no reason? Or was there some actual changes that happened in the coffee market? And it turns out it it was the latter. So this wasn't some weird, wacky financial market fluctuation. There have been a few major developments in the coffee market that have led to increased supply. What were they? So the countries of Colombia and Vietnam have significantly increased their coffee production, which went online in 2018. There have also been some fairly significant and good Research and scientific improvements in coffee growing techniques, in the types of Arabica coffee tree. So more research on what types of Arabica coffee grow. And remember, there are all sorts of varieties of Arabica coffee. Some of them grow better in different climates. So all sorts of research on that, all sorts of new breeding of new types that are pest resistant and disease resistant. And more productive, meaning a single tree produces more coffee than it used to. And significant new research and development into the fertilizers used by some coffee farmers. So all of these have added up to increase coffee production and supply. And this is true throughout the world. Basically in every coffee growing region, these new developments are having an impact. Add all of this together with the fact that basically the entire coffee growing world saw near perfect weather during the 2018 growing season, and you've got basically the perfect storm. It's pretty easy to see why commodity coffee market is flooded with coffee right now. The estimated global coffee output for the 2018 growing season is at a record of 174.5 million bags of coffee. And that doesn't mean much without a point of reference. So what was it a year ago? It was 16 million bags lower. So in 2018, coffee producers worldwide produced 16 million bags of coffee more than they did a year ago. And that's not like a one pound bag, right? Like we're talking production size pound, production size bags of coffee. So what does all of this mean for you as an individual coffee consumer? Probably not much, to be honest. Uh, First, since you're listening to this, you're listening to a uh, podcast on coffee, specifically specialty coffee. So odds are you're not someone who's drinking a lot of commodity coffee. And as I mentioned, the specialty coffee market plays by a whole different set of rules than the commodity coffee market. Second, it's really unlikely that large commodity coffee companies are going to pass on cheaper prices of coffee to you as a consumer. Think about it. You've already proven to them that you are willing to spend a certain amount on your coffee. And since you've already proven that to them, why would they sell it to you for cheaper? They're not going to. They're gonna ask you to keep paying what you've already proven to them that you're willing to pay, and they're gonna pocket the difference. But what commodity coffee prices at near historical low levels does mean is that producers are gonna start cutting back. And that goes into the 2019 predictions, which I have read. Basically, market experts predict... That in 2019, the average commodity coffee price is going to rise. So the average throughout the year of 2019 is expected to be at $1.24 a pound, which is right back to where it was in early January 2018, so a year ago, and is up some 20, 23 cents from where it is now. So why do these market experts think that's going to happen and what explanation do they give for this rising commodity coffee price in 2019 basically comes down to decreased supply. Uh, Every market expert that I have read is predicting that coffee growers are just going to not grow as much coffee in 2018. The market is flooded. There is a, a lot of coffee production that's happened this past year And we are at near historic low prices. So coffee producers are just going to scale back for the year. They're not going to produce as much coffee or pick as much or produce as much. Um, And one of the reasons why is basically many coffee growers can't even break even at these prices. So they're just going to scale back, maybe switch to different crops. And because of that, 2019 is likely to see coffee prices rise in the commodity coffee market. This may or may not have an effect on specialty coffee. The other other possible outcome here is farmers who have traditionally grown commodity grade coffee may start looking into ways to transition to specialty coffee, whether it's organic or reinforced alliance or fair trade or relationship coffees where they can plant a different plant, grow a higher higher, uh, quality product, and get more for their money and be less tied to this um, fluctuation in the commodity coffee market. It's not an easy change to do, however. So um, that wraps up our 2018 year-end coffee market review um, and a brief explanation of what the market experts are predicting for 2019. Uh, We will see how accurate the expert predictions are. Uh, Expert predictions are notoriously off sometimes with financial markets. Uh, Just think about the stock market crash in 2008-2009. Not many people were predicting that. So we will see uh, throughout this year if these market experts are truly experts at this market. Um, I know this topic was a bit different than what I normally do, but I hope you guys found it interesting And I really hope that the year 2019 is a very healthy, happy, and fun year for all of you. Take care, everybody, and I will talk to you soon.